Mind Gardens 1. Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo mix differences on classic albums from the 60s. And on today's show, we're journeying to the beginning of 1967 with The Birds and their fourth album and arguably their best, Younger Than Yesterday. Recorded between November 28th and December 8th, 1966, this was another step forward for The Birds, with Chris Hillman, bass player, really coming to the fore, with four self-compositions and thus lead vocals on the album that really bring a pop shine to it, along with some great tracks from the rest of the group, including, of course, Roger McGuinn and David Crosby. Well, we'll get to a middling one of the latter a bit later on but overall this is probably my favorite birds album it's full of great tunes and a huge step up from their previous album which has a great first side and starts of the second and then just tails off for the rest of the second side whereas here apart from a questionable track on side two this is a hugely consistent album filled with pop and psych gems that are utterly great Now the album was originally released on Columbia in the US and CBS in the UK in 1967 with mono and stereo mixes done for each, each with their own share of unique traits. But we're also going to be bringing in today the 1996 remix done from the three track tapes for the remaster by Vic and Nisi. Now, what's interesting about this remix, unlike the one we explored in the Simon and Garfunkel episode, is that as this was done from the final three track tapes rather than the initial, I believe, eight track, maybe four track, I'm not too sure, these are incredibly close to the original stereo mixes in both reverbs, echoes, placement and all that. In fact, their only real purpose is to just clean things up a bit, and they certainly do. And as this is the currently in print version of the album and neither of the original mono or stereo mixes can be found online this seemed important for me to cover here and as it's pretty close to the original stereo it will be a pretty brief look at it though there are some very unique little differences here as well but let's not waste any more time here now shall we let's kick straight in with the lead single from the album and opening cut so you want to be a rock and roll star a track covering the phenomena of such groups as the monkeys at the time and just generally pop stars in general and here overall the mixes do feel very close However, as we have a cheering sound effect used in the track, this is quite helpful for giving us a slight difference as while it is pretty similar throughout, it does have mild differences by seconds as to when it comes in. And of course on Mixology, this is what we love. At 1 minute 04 when the cheering enters for the first time, it comes in just a hair earlier in stereo and then at the end of the solo it swells again. The mono instead fades lower at this point and remains quieter rather than having that final swell. What I'm going to do is play the entire solo starting with the stereo where the cheering enters up just a hair earlier and then you get the final swell at the end and then again in mono where it fades up just a little bit later and then never fades up again at the end of the solo. And again, in mono. You make the chance, the girls 
At 1 minute 47, the cheering returns again, and here it comes up distantly a little earlier in the mono mix, but then swells more suddenly in the stereo mix, suddenly being brought in almost like it's a last minute remembrance, I guess. We'll hear the mono first with that cheering sort of swelling in the background, and then we'll hear that section again in stereo where the cheering is absent and then suddenly jumps in. <laughs> And again, in stereo. Now, the mono starts fading earlier and has a longer overall fade, but ends just a little sooner than the original stereo. As a result of this, both mixes feel a little different in their ending, one feeling a little bit more grandiose and one feeling a little bit more like a pop single and interestingly the single one being the stereo which is a bit strange given the mono was a single either way let's hear this longer fade first in mono and then again in stereo where the gradual fade is all gone and we get full volume track and a sudden drop off right at the end And again, in stereo. As for the remix, this is very, very close to the stereo, including every little fade difference on the cheering, so we don't need to address all of these. However, overall it does definitely feel a bit more hi-fi and something I do want to point out with essentially all these remixes is that things definitely feel a lot smoother, especially the vocals. However, it does take away an element of grit and bite from the original stereo mix and makes it a little less exciting as a result. What we'll do is start with the original stereo mix and then just move into the remix just to give you a feeling for the difference in these two. into the remix. I will mention as well that there's just a hair more fade at the end of the remix. Let's start with the original stereo and move into the remix. Remix. Track 2, the fantastic Chris Hillman composition, Did You See Her Face, and third single from the album, is one of my favourites here, and it has a few nice little differences. The first of these is that the lead guitar that is panned off to the left-hand channel in the stereo mix is much more prominent in stereo, whereas in mono it gets a little bit more buried down, sounding a bit distant in the intro, and the piano instead dominates rather than being a bit more distant in the stereo, kind of like they've swapped positions in the mix. Interesting though, I will note that they are a similar level between the two during the solo and outro, which is a bit more solo as well. So those parts are more similar, but the verses certainly are different. Let's hear it first in mono, and then we'll move into the stereo where that guitar just jumps out and the piano drops down. I also want to note that the lead vocal is definitely a little louder in stereo, standing out more. Have you seen her face? 
into stereo. Before we get to the outro of the track, which has a couple of nice little differences, I want to do the natural comparison to the remix. And again, it's very close to the stereo, but it's much cleaner, especially on the vocals, as I mentioned. The piano also rises out of the mix more in a way that's closer to the mono, but this is likely just due to the clarity, as when one really analyzes it, things don't actually feel that different between the two. Let's start with the original stereo and move into the remix. Run by, don't turn back. Can't hide from that look in her eyes. You'll find your lock in her spell. All the sights and sounds, your senses will be found. Into the remix. How much love can be to wait so patiently? Wait and see. Run by, don't turn back. And at the end, we get different fades between all three mixes, but what's also interesting to note is that the outro has this shaker mixed much higher in mono, though this could also be a little bit of EQ to boot, and then the mono itself has a longer fade. What we're going to do is start with the mono for the shaker, move to the stereo where the shaker reduces in volume, and then at the end of this fade we'll move to the mono for the length of that fade, and then right at the end of the mono we'll move to the remix for the final extra bit of fade we gain there. So, as I said, starting with the mono. Stereo. Mono. Remix. Up next is the utterly bizarre CTA 102. And for me, in the stereo mix, the backing track, especially that which is panned over to the left-hand channel, feels much more distant in mono, whereas it's a bit more upfront in stereo. It's an interesting difference and one you don't usually expect, but it's a fun little one and one you might attribute to a fold down, but what we're going to get to in a minute definitely says this is not a fold. Let's start with the stereo and then move to the mono where that backing track drops down into the, well, background. Into mono. We just want to let you know that we're ready for to go out into the universe. We don't care who's been there first. For one minute eighteen, there's an additional, very sharp sounding synth swirling about in mono until the breakdown of the track which is assumedly from the synth that's panned off to the left in stereo. However, in stereo, this appears to be absent, and if you follow the synth that's panned off to the left, it does disappear at this point, meaning that maybe it was chosen to leave it out of the stereo mix. What we're going to do is hear this first in mono, and then again in stereo, and then we'll get to the crashing sound after that. Mono. 
And again in stereo. On a radio telescope, science tells us that there's hope. Life on other planets might exist. Now, this is where the interest really comes in here. The crashing sound into the second half of the track enters earlier in stereo, but then has an extra piano hit before the big I guess, crash or piano hit in mono. The whooshing sound after this then fades up slower in stereo and at a slightly different timing from the rest of the track. And then when the filtered backing track enters in again, it's playing earlier in mono than it is in stereo as the stereo enters in at a later point. This is a lot to take in. So what we're gonna do is focus first on that crashing and as it fades back up, and then we'll focus on a little section of the filtered track further down just to really get the difference. Let's hear the crashing first in mono where it comes a bit later and with an extra piano hit, and then again in stereo where it comes earlier and misses the extra piano. And again in stereo. Now, once we get the alien voices jabbering away, and it's a very strange, strange part of the track, I do have to say, this is a really clear point to identify how the track is running differently, as we can hear the filtered solo coming at different points. Let's hear where it comes in first in mono, and then again in stereo. <laughs> In stereo. Thankfully, if you line up the rest of the track with the alien voices, the fades match perfectly, so that's a little weight off there. But we've obviously got the remix to look at, and once again, it's just a cleaned up version of the stereo, matching it down to a T. Let's hear a section from the first half of the track, first in stereo, and then we'll move into the remix. Into the remix. We just want to let you know that we're ready for to go out into the universe. We don't care who's been there first. After a couple of tracks with some grand differences there, we move into a couple of tracks now that are a bit more lighter on the differences and give us a nice little break here. First of these is Renaissance Fair, and overall the mix is very close between the two, but the vocal is definitely louder in stereo and compared with the mono, even if this is just due to the separation of the track. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo where that vocal moves out the track. I smell cinnamon and spices, 
hysteria. As for the remix, this is where we get a little bit more difference. We're first going to focus on the overall sound of the remix, and again, it's very close to the stereo mix, but I find it pushes the backing track back in the mix even more than the stereo already does, and once again, loses the loss of bite in the gained clarity. Let's start with the stereo and move into the remix. To the remix. And our main difference here is that at 1 minute 37 there's a few extra saxophone notes that remain unmuted in the remix but were muted in the original stereo and mono. Let's hear that first in the remix with these notes added in and then again the original stereo where these are now absent. And again in stereo. I think that maybe I'm dreaming. I think that maybe I'm dreaming. Following on from this is time between, and here the stereo makes a lot more stand out due to the separation, but there's no identifiable differences between the two. Let's start with the mono and open up into the stereo. Telephone communication, only a three-minute elation when I hear your voice. Into stereo. The only pain I feel is all this time between you and me. You and me. All the days have turned to years. Only emphasize my fears since you said goodbye. And once again with the remix, we get the same usual thing. It's cleaned up, it's impressive, but loses a lot of bite by comparison. Let's start with the stereo and move into the remix. Through love and trust, it's gonna work out fine. Into the remix. The only pain I feel is all this time between you and me. You and me. We close out side one with the David Crosby composition, Everybody's Been Burned, and we get a few little differences to dig our teeth into here. The first of these is that the instrumental track panned over to the right in stereo is definitely lower in mono and this features the drums and the lead guitar, making it a little bit more distant and harder to discern. It's also worth noting that the shaker, which is present in the stereo, is completely absent in the mono mix. Let's hear a section of the track first in mono and then we'll move into the stereo where the shaker enters in and the drums and lead guitar over in the right hand channel move up in the mix. Everybody has been burned before Into stereo Everybody knows the pain At 2 minutes and 5 seconds, in the original stereo mix only, the guitar solo drops out for a second. This is not present in the original mono mix, nor is it present in the remix. We'll compare the original mono and stereo here as we don't need to bring in the remix which offers up exactly the same as the mono. We'll start with the mono and again in stereo. And again in stereo. 
Now the remix once again has the usual traits, though here the fade is a hair longer in the mono, while the stereo has the shortest fade to them all. What we're going to do is first compare a section of the body of the remix and the original stereo just to give you a flavour of that, and then we'll move into the outro, starting with the stereo, the mono and then the remix. But you die inside If you choose to hide Into stereo So I guess instead I love you Mono Remix Flipping over to side two of the album now, we get another Chris Hillman composition, Thoughts and Words. And here there's an immediate difference right at the beginning. The mono has a three just before the track starts at the end of the count off. And this is essentially clipped off in stereo. In the remix, there's not even a slight trace of this whatsoever. Let's just hear the mono as it's all you need to hear. Now overall, the vocals do feel more upfront and slightly wetter in stereo, especially in the chorus. However, folding the stereo due to the way the track is mixed with no center channel information matches the mono very closely and leads me to believe that these mixes are, for the most part, completely identical, though I do doubt this is a fold as things do feel ever so slightly different. Let's start with the chorus in the mono and move out into the stereo. stereo. Something that is unique to the original stereo mix though is that it feels like the bass is in stereo panned across to both channels but with some different filtering information to make it sit exclusively in those two channels. In the remix the bass information over in the left hand channel seems to be absent moving the bass exclusively over to the right. Outside of this though the main body of the track is certainly the usual traits of the remix. We will however get to the fade in just a second. Let's start with the original stereo and move into the remix. Into the remix. As we move to the fade of the track though, here, while the original two mixes do match very, very closely, we get a longer fade in the remix. Let's start with the stereo and move into the remix. To the remix. Up next is David Crosby's... Well, it's my least favorite track on the album, Mind Gardens, as it's just 
bizarre, bizarre noise. And it's a shame he had other better cuts that could have gone here. But that's besides the point. As thankfully we are spared on this track by having no real differences between the original two mixes. Simply that the mono has a slightly longer fade. Let's compare the body of the track first though, starting with the mono and moving into the stereo. Before we do get to the fade though, I want to compare the remix, as once again this is extremely close between the stereo and the remix. What we're going to do is start with the stereo where things open up of course and then we're actually going to move straight into the remix just to make this transition seamless and give us the full picture. Once again the remix, apart from the fade, is identical to the original stereo. And the gentle rain of spring Into the remix They could not reach the garden Behind those walls. Now at the fade, we get a slightly longer fade in the original mono mix, but the remix is much, much longer, giving us an extra vocal line from Crosby as well. We'll start with the stereo, move into the mono, and finish up with the remix. Mono remix. The Up next is the Dylan cover that caused great contention within the group as Crosby was not interested in doing this but of course McGuinn got his way and we got probably one of the birds best tracks as a result. Much like the Hollies doing a Chuck Berry cover in 1966, this is still feeling a little out of date but I think you can get away a bit more with doing a Dylan cover at this stage than doing a Chuck Berry cover and certainly here this is utterly fantastic. What is also great about My Back Pages, which is the track in question, is that we also get a mono single edit, which cuts out the entire second verse. I'm just going to play you the start of the second verse in the original mono, then I'm going to play it again in the single version, so you can hear that it's a different verse, the third one in question. So, mono LP mix first. And again in the mono single. Outside of this though, while the single appears to be brighter, this is completely identical between the two mixes, so we can just cast the single aside from here on in. 
Outside of this though, the mono and stereo mixes are very, very close. And actually with this track, as the remix is once again identical to the stereo apart from the usual traits, including down to the fade, let's compare all three. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo, and then to the remix. Stereo. Deceive me into thinking I had something to protect. Remix. Good and bad, I define these terms. Quite clear, no doubt, somehow. Now at 2 minutes 50, there's a little bit of a dropout or tape wear that is present on both the mono LP and single version, so they do sound a little bit different between the two. The stereo version, the remix, however, lacks this, meaning that while it could just be that the mono version has wear, I reckon it's baked into the mix. Let's hear that first in mono, and then again where it's cleaned up in stereo. And again in stereo. And now for the fades, the stereo is just slightly longer than the mono. We'll start with the mono and move to the stereo. Stereo. Chris Hillman returns to the fore again here with another countryfied track, much like Time Between, and this is The Girl With No Name. Also much like Time Between, this features essentially the same mono stereo differences in that they are virtually identical. This track is actually so identical between its mixes that even the remix is really, really close to the stereo, not even really feeling like it's actually been remixed. However, it does lack the hiss in the intro that's present in the original stereo, though this could of course just be cleaned up in the master and it might be that this track's not remixed, though that's highly unlikely I do have to say. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo and then to the remix. Walking down the beach, kicking up the sand. Into stereo. Not so far away, wondering where they'll land. Into remix. And closing out the album is the fantastic Why. Now, this was previously released in an earlier version on the flip side of 8 Miles High, but as that was a different recording altogether, we're not going to look at this here, as naturally it makes sense to only feature those which are, well, the version recorded here, as otherwise it's not really a mixing difference, as utterly a completely different one. I know we did look at a different recording on the Highway 61 Revisited episode, but as that was included on the LP in question, that feels a little bit different. What we're first going to note here is that the drums and the bassy guitar over in the right hand channel are slightly more upfront in stereo. I say first, this is really the only difference in the main track, but it's certainly one worth noting before we get to the remix. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. Stereo. 
Now what is interesting is that in the mono and stereo mixes in the intro there's some clicking noise and in stereo this is panned into the center channel along with a bit of room ambience. In the remix this has been removed as you would expect but it does remove that room ambience as well which makes it sound a little bit more sterile by comparison. It does also mean that the guitar that is panned off to the left in the intro actually feels even further left by comparison as it doesn't have any ambience pulling it a little bit more to the center. Let's hear the intro of the track first in stereo and then again in the clean, clean remix. And again in the remix. And this clean sound continues on for the rest of the track where for me this is the one where the remix cleans up the grit the most and really saps out the energy of the track with no grit present whatsoever. For me the remix is not the way to hear this track as the original stereo and mono mixes are certainly a much better job at conveying the energy and the garage sound that I feel should be present in this track. Let's start with the original stereo and move into the remix where things just have been scrubbed up within an inch of their life. She don't believe you. She don't think that's where it's at. Into the remix. Say she can't change that. It's the way you've always done it. She don't care about that. She thinks you've just begun it. With that, we complete our look at another fantastic album here on Mixology. I hope you've enjoyed this look at my first Birds album here, as I certainly did. As to me, the Birds mono and stereo mixes had always felt quite close, having never truly dug into them. However, on closer inspection, while they do still seem pretty close compared to some other artists, there's certainly enough differences here to keep some flavour going throughout and give the listener enough reason really to have both mixes. So certainly either one is not a bad choice in any way compared to some artists where say the stereo or the mono is utterly limp compared with a much better alternative. It's also interesting here how much the remixes clean up the original stereo mixes and to me sound a little bit sterile by comparison, lacking the energy I often love in the way 60s recordings sound. Though some of this grit could certainly be down to wear and tear on the master tapes by comparison. Ultimately, none of them are truly actually bad versions of the album, so what I'm saying is probably a slight exaggeration, but ultimately it's been great, I've had fun and I hope you have too. This episode was actually voted on by our graduate tier patrons, so if you're a Birds fan, you can go over and thank them for that. And if you too want to choose future episodes of the show, you can do so by signing up to that tier and letting me know what you'd like to hear. We've also got a new episode of Mixology on 45 coming this Sunday, taking a look at the Dusty Springfield EP, I Only Want To Be With You, which features four tracks that I've never looked at before on Mixology, three of which feature on no albums by Dusty Springfield, and one on an album that I haven't looked at before, and given the state of its stereo mix, may not in the near future. So go and check that out on this Sunday on any tier over at the Patreon, from as little as £5 a month. 
Beyond that, though, you can reach out to me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com and you can find a link to both of these down in the show notes, as well as a Facebook group, my sister show, Back to Mono, which features on Mixcloud and the Patreon, which has extended episodes, by the way, looking at original mono mixes coming directly from my record collection. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at hypnoticfred, where I'm always up for chatting about music, records, and all things mono and stereo mix differences, as well as other things as well. So hit me up there for a little bit of a chin wag. Beyond that, though, I want to say a huge thank you to you for listening to the show, subscribing on whatever platform you're on. And of course, remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day. <laughs>